0: I don't think I've coughed as much all day <laughs> as I am right now when we're trying to record this. I just have a lingering cough from that flu that I had a few weeks ago. Keeps on lingering. Um,
1: Your coughs are so polite that I almost feel like not editing them out because they're all like...
0: <laughs> oh, shut up. You should hear my sneezes.
1: Actually, I don't know if you
0: have. You, might I have. might have. Very, very <laughs> unnaturally high-pitched. <laughs> yeah, I basically sneeze like a cheerleader who's cheering mm. for sneezes. Um, <laughs> but this is not uh, not an episode about upper respiratory disease, amazingly. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, there probably will be another one of those. But uh, Yeah, well, and also while that's dominating
1: the news cycle, uh, we have some time to visit some sort of things that are
0: always terrible and could be talked about whenever. <laughs> yeah. Although on the, on, the, on the subject of upper respiratory, I should save this for the end, but I already didn't. I, uh, <laughs> if you go to my Twitter, uh, at Jessica Dennis, I have uh, what I believe is a very excellent t-shirt that I made on uh, Sunday. Just advises everyone to wash your damn hands, mm-hmm. which is pretty much the best thing we can do. But anyway.
1: If there was a timely time to talk about this, uh, <laughs> I guess the main article that this is about was going around in 2012, which I guess would have been like, I don't know. Did we, quote unquote, meet in 2010, 11, 12, somewhere around there?
0: Uh, something like 2012, I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah <right> so <laughs> we've been doing this
1: podcast for way longer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, it's, it's timely in the sense that, uh, so this is, there's, there's this whole thing about weddings and weight loss, and a lot of uh, brides are probably already freaking out about fitting into their dresses, which they have deliberately bought too small uh, in a few months because summer weddings are very popular. Although I'm very curious what's going to happen uh, to the wedding industry, given all the stuff that we're not discussing. That is a good point. <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> but anyway so it's like it's like a societal thing for some reason like there's a whole it's a whole disordered industry there's like a whole tv yeah. show say yes to the dress where there, almost
1: everything about the stereotypic wedding could have its own episode because it is 100 percent conspiracies like <laughs> Nothing is, you know, like a 2,000-year-old tradition decreed by (laughs) Jesus, Muhammad, Abraham himself, you know? (laughs) (laughs) You name it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Also, I don't know. I don't know if this is like a more modern thing where you buy your dress to be too small and then starve yourself. Because my mom used to sell wedding dresses. She had a bridal shop, and she did not do that. Now, I don't know if that's because my mom was particularly unshitty. I was going to (laughs) say, she was just forgetting to be a terrible person. (laughs) Maybe. I mean, this was in, like, the late 80s and early 90s, uh, so maybe it wasn't quite so unhealthy then. But then again, we'll get to why that might be. Yeah, so I have a theory
1: I pulled uh, directly out of my butt for this. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's a good theory. So I uh, came across this sort of chicken and egg theory on the white wedding dress, which... So, the fact that there are multiple origin stories means that all of them are false. Right. <laughs> um, so, the one I think is believable is, and I, it, it doesn't matter which is the cause and which is, or rather, which happened first or the intentionality behind it. The first, like, viral ready wedding photo was of uh, Queen Victoria, and this is not disputed because, like, history, records... Right. Uh, um, you know, we don't have very many photos <laughs> from back then. So if you if one shows up more than once, it probably got around. And, you know, this was black and white slash sepia photography and her wedding dress is white. So the question that doesn't matter is, is that because she or someone knew, hey, white would show up way better in this horrible (laughs) thing we call photography at this stage in history? Or was it merely um, picked for one of the dozens of legendary symbolic reasons that are probably all false again? And the fact that the photo was viral due to being, you know, like the first photo of a royal wedding. And we know how people like royal weddings even today. (laughs) I mean, because they're awesome. So that, that just became the thing because prior to that your wedding dress was like the nicest dress you owned which was either red or black because a lot of colors had not been yeah. invented yet
0: right and there there was green but it was poison so yeah it was not only very <laughs> expensive but it would kill you dead Yeah.
1: so where this connects to the modern problems are in, i mean and we're not even going to go into the Ridiculous wastefulness of a single use dress and the financial burden purchasing it bestows upon people, especially in this economy, which kind of depressing that <laughs> that joke is has already turned 10. Yeah. But my theory here is up until the early 90s, consumer level photography was awful. So you hired a wedding photographer, which means that. How you looked on your wedding day was something that you only had proof of because anyone attending your wedding, if they like owned a camera, depending on when this is,
0: whatever photos they took would just look like ass. (laughs) Pretty much. And uh, a professional photographer knows like all the angles and tricks of the trade to make you look as good as you can possibly look. So if only those kind of photos exist, then, you know. That's pretty good. Right. And due
1: to the cost of film, they're going to do a better job of that. And also, like, there's curation. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Between you and the photographer, they may take some of them and put them straight in the garbage.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, not that one.
1: Yeah. But now we have cameras in our pockets that are better than anything that existed in the 80s (laughs) for basically what we now call wide angle to narrow-ish shots so like 45 degrees and wider and as we speak like the current crop of cell phones zoom like for real is becoming a thing due to various interesting tricks that get around Mm. the whole Need distance for optics and only sacrifice natural bokeh for it. But if you're zooming to creep, then that's... <laughs> that that doesn't that's another that's, that's another episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, but my point is that so now everyone has a camera that's like usable on them, and not just usable, but like if you moderately know what you're doing, actually pretty good. So. Your wedding photos are not like your curated thing that you're putting yeah. out, um not even into the world, but like on your yourself. <laughs> and in a year's time, even if people like didn't look at any of those photos back then, every service out there will hmm. surface things on anniversary dates,
0: <laughs> yep, for better or worse. Uh, Although, quick trick, if you didn't know it, in Facebook, you actually can suppress memories on certain days, like the day that your cat died. Oh, If you don't necessarily need an annual reminder of that. You can also turn that off altogether, but you can do it uh, day by day if you kind of enjoy it, but don't need to necessarily have a yearly reminder of, oh, that's the day my cat died. Yeah. (laughs) Or...
1: (laughs) The wedding reminder if you're not Right.
0: There. I mean, hopefully <laughs> hopefully you don't have to suppress your wedding day, but a lot of people end up having to suppress their wedding days for yeah. one reason or another. <laughs> Usually shitty men. Um yeah.
1: Yeah. So all of this is to say that like obviously the big problem is the lengths that brides will go to will basically be an unhealthy weight. There's yeah. no other way to say it.
0: Or or even just, you know, a, a lower weight. Like, just like, oh, if I get right. down one dress size or something, but they do it through really unhealthy means uh, because it's faster, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. When I bought my wedding dress, I bought one that fit me and
1: stayed that, that was size. It.
0: <laughs> and it was on the clearance track. And I, I only bought it like, uh, I bought it in like October. So really only three months before my wedding. Um, and I didn't need to get it altered. So it, so it was off the rack at David's Bridal, mm-hmm. <laughs> off the clearance rack at David's Bridal. It was like 120 bucks or something. <laughs> and uh, and I and I bought the size that fit me. Fucking trends as usual. Because no one can see the label when you're wearing it.
1: That is also true. So the thing from 2012 that came up a lot in this is... <laughs>
0: The feeding tube. Yeah, I actually, (laughs) I I, had not heard of this. Me neither. So it was a big like, what the actual fuck? (laughs) Seriously, I don't even understand like why a feeding tube, like, does it? Does it make you... So the the deal is you get a feeding tube and they pour a high-protein, high-fat slurry, zero-carb slurry into your stomach directly via a nasogastral, i.e. it goes in your nose and down your throat and into your stomach tube. Uh And so, like, e- first of all, why not just drink it? Like, what's the advantage of... I think
1: of... it stays in.
0: Yeah. So they're... Forever?
1: Well, no, during your crash diet so that well, yeah. you can't even just... be tempted by anything else because...
0: Oh, so it actually like prevents you. So I I don't know that much about having a feeding tube because I've never had a feeding tube. It, I guess it... Ugh, that's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> also, you could pour vodka down it, I mean. Well, yeah. <laughs> you probably you shouldn't. Bad advice. Don't
1: do that. Yeah. Um, also, clear liquors are not zero calorie. They're just not measured the way we measure other things.
0: Yeah, I I know this person who drinks like a bunch. I she was not she's not not a friend anymore, uh, <laughs> and she complains about her weight a bunch. And but when you if you saw how much. She drinks like she could really be one of those people like like a man who just stops drinking beer and loses 20 pounds immediately. I feel like <laughs> if she stopped drinking vodka, like given the quantities that I've seen her imbibe, that she could lose. I mean, still a woman. So 10 pounds like in, in the blink of an eye just from that. Um, but yeah. So the idea is you go down to
1: 800 calories a day, which, again,
0: not safe. that's not enough. Yeah.
1: Uh, and therefore you quickly shed weight and where this gets real problematic <laughs> is that this like most stories about extreme weight loss for weddings fail to condemn the practice t- to the degree that they praised the individual who did it uh. this was originally a new york times story and it was like You know, here's this ridiculous and terrible thing, but at the end, well, congratulations on fitting in your dress. Except they didn't say it sarcastic because it was written and they're not me. And people who have been on the news for various strategies they employed that were dangerous. Also, you know, like the segment ends with, well, you look great or whatever. And it's like, Uh. I get why you said that, but like, That just means the whole story was a bad idea. Maybe you shouldn't have had the
0: actual person on. Also, like, for people who lose a lot of weight very quickly, they all have tons of loose skin. So they do not look great.
1: Yeah, depending on how extreme you go with it.
0: You need to lose weight at the rate that your skin can, like, regenerate itself in a smaller size. Uh, Yeah. Otherwise... Yeah, it's not that great. Also, the older you get, the harder that is because your skin just ain't, ain't as elastic as it used to be, but Yeah. It's just one of the many reasons, uh, other than the you could die ones <laughs> why losing weight too fast is bad.
1: Yeah. And even if you're only trying to like crash down ten pounds because you're already skinny, but yay, toxic culture. hmm The thing about crashing it, or even, like, just doing, like, an extreme version of keto, but, like, only for this, which is just more crashing. If you want to look nice,
0: <laughs>
1: do you probably just want to do more exercise because you probably want your shoulders higher up and, like, your collarbone popping rather than, like, your under rib cage poking <clears throat> through because you starved your...
0: So, I don't know, some people seem to like the uh like people whose back ribs you can see and uh. like and there's a certain I know it's so gross. I I mean not to body shame anybody, but I personally find it creepy cuz I I find bones creepy. It creeps me out that I've got I a skeleton. I am creeped out at the <laughs> desire to do that. Let's <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but I do genuinely find bones creepy. <laughs> I would prefer to be a gelatinous blob. Yeah. Just they're weird. They're like pokey and dry, and I mean they're not when they're inside of you. But <laughs> I, I I find oh like the thing the the thing that lots of women aspire to where you can see like little collarbone like points on top of your shoulders like ew, that grosses me out so much. I would be horrified uh, if I were that thin. That looks kind of demony. Like, yeah, like that, that too. Like that's where the wings come out at night. Right. And I realize this is my damage and other people, like, it's fine. Like, you don't necessarily have to be unhealthy for that to be the case. Although in many cases, etc. But like, so extreme calorie deprivation is also pretty bad for your skin. Like, it's one of the many things that it's bad for. Yeah. You can only do so much with lotions to make up for it. Yeah. You know, you can't start bathing
1: in blood to get collagen back in. Uh, and right. also, so, as I've been running a lot, I've run into the problem of how, having to count up calories. Yeah, yeah, it's such a problem, you jackass. Mm, um, boo <laughs> Well, to make sure I'm not doing things stupid, I've been, like, looking into, like, the right way to run without, you know, healing over. And a few things mm. I discovered, uh, one of which is that If you are doing exercise and, like, a complete calorie deficit, you just put your body in starvation mode faster. And when you're in starvation mode, your metabolism slows down. So that just counts as crashing, which means you're going to rebound. So if you're going to, like, cut yourself down to 800 calories a day and hit the gym to, quote-unquote, speed up the process... You're not only not going to speed it up, you're not only going to guarantee that you'll rebound, but anything you do in the gym isn't going to have like any toning effects because there's no calories for your body to make muscle out of because it's in a state where it's processing fat and muscle into you being alive.
0: You're just damaging yourself and you won't be able to repair yourself, which is how exercise usually works. Like you damage right. your muscles a little bit and your body rebuilds them bigger and stronger because oh shit, we need bigger muscles now. But uh if if it can't do the rebuilding part, you're just wasting away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, purpose. if you look, if you look at uh like forced labor camps where they don't really feed people that well, people don't come out the other side yeah. looking better than they went in. Yeah, which so you're basically <laughs> putting yourself in a forced labor camp, uh, and that's not great. I mean, not to be totally insensitive, which that is. I apologize for that. But well, again, you know, we're saying that if you are
1: desiring an aesthetic, chances are this is not the one you're going. <laughs> right. And another random thing I came across uh, as well (laughs) is that there's no amount of exercise to undo a bad diet. And by bad diet, I mean, like, uh, things that accumulate uh, LDL cholesterol.
0: Yeah, my LDL is kind of high.
1: And the reason we have this data is because there's plenty of 40-plus-year-old runners who end up having heart attacks because do the various diagnostic work while repairing said heart and they're basically full of sludge
0: <laughs> because
1: right. they were operating on the principle that one can exist on pizza and beer and 10 mile runs.
0: <laughs> nope. It's like one
1: of these you can't fight city hall things. There's just <laughs> yeah. Fad diets in general it's it's like if it's not sustainable long term, like don't do it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, kind of.
1: Like, if you want to lose weight and you choose uh, eating more plants to do so, like, that's the rest of your life. You can't, like, eat nothing but oranges for a year (laughs) and then go back to steak and (laughs) cigarettes for dinner, you know?
0: Also, if you do eat nothing but oranges for a year, you're probably going to eat too many oranges and you might get, uh, what is it? It's like fake gout. It's It's not gout, but it... Whatever the medical word is for fake, which I forget. See maybe? I don't know. Um, but it's similar. Like, you'll get crystals in your joints and it'll hurt a bunch, which happened to my grandma-in-law because her neighbor has an orange tree and she was just eating a ton of oranges because they were free and yummy. Right. But <laughs> she ate too many and she got mock gout. <laughs> it's not called that. I don't think. Whatever it's called. That is amazing.
1: Uh, speaking of grandmas, uh, my grandma <laughs> did have a uh, perhaps in- oh, yes. insensitive uh, phrasing for people who look like they've recently uh, decreased in mass, <laughs> which is they either look like they earned it or not. Um, and to be fair, my grandma did grow up in the Depression, so she knows what some forced Weight loss in the bad way looks like, you know, the old uh, right. calorie-slash-nutrition deficit due to lack of economy.
0: Also, you might get rickets. Yeah. Or scurvy. So yeah. you have to kind of balance it out between pseudo gout, which is what it's actually called. <laughs> that's what I guess. <laughs> and, scur- <laughs> and, yeah, and scurvy.
1: Which, in the modern day, it isn't too hard to, you know, just eat varieties of things.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's basically... What we all as humans need to do is eat, in moderation, a wide variety of things and have a little common sense about it. That said, it's Girl Scout cookie season, uh, followed by Cadbury mini-egg season, so (laughs) I'll call you back in May. (laughs) Like, I kind of think I might have skewed some of my results at my physical just by eating too many Cadbury mini-eggs um recently (laughs) but that's just a theory of mine
1: I skewed my weight up by not taking off heavy pants etc because I don't want to get yelled at and have my Adderall taken away
0: oh yeah I didn't take off my shoes because I didn't want to
1: well that that's also true. That's, that's a good <laughs> but they
0: also measured my height with my shoes on, which so I grew a half inch. Uh yeah. Yeah, sure. I'm I'm sure that looks real good on the graph there. Well, they had like a trainee nurse who had to like do all the things and didn't okay. like I helped her pronounce the names of my medications. <laughs>
1: oh, okay. Yeah, like she was she yeah. was
0: reading off a screen, like, Are you still taking this? Are you still taking that? And she, but she didn't like know. Mm. So it's like hydrochlorothiazide. Um Um, but yeah, I don't know. It was kind of nice not doing a crash diet. All I had to do was neither gain nor lose weight between my wedding and my dress buying, but in the opposite order. (laughs) And all you'll have to do
1: is not change behavior.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's not entirely true. So I, before I got married, probably like, probably like a year or two, uh, I I had gone I had done the whole Weight Watchers thing, but I had finished. I had reached my target uh, weight, and I stopped tracking everything that I ate, which meant that I was on a slow uh, upslope <laughs> at the time. Rebound, but if you will. Yeah, because mm-hmm. if I don't, I literally have to write everything down because I don't. Uh, like, I don't have pay a sense enough attention. It? Yeah, not really. Um, also, like, uh, yeah. You know, today in my work had a thing with cheese. I wasn't in the office, so I didn't have any cheese. But, like, when there's a big platter of cheese out, it's extremely easy not to pay attention to how much cheese you've eaten. Mm-hmm. Uh, and cheese is a nice calorie-dense. <laughs> uh, it's it's In a sense, it's very nutritious. But in another sense, you don't need that much nutrition unless you're a farm laborer. Were you going anywhere else with that? You kind of um, you, you, you yeah, bounced onto to the cheese and then <laughs> got I stuck I just there. really like cheese. Yeah, no. Um. So, <laughs> so I I probably could uh, I like within three months it was fine, but if it had been like a year or something, it might not have been fine. Mm. But you know, it, it was like basically okay. Uh, and I did not have a professional photographer at my wedding because I'm cheap. Uh, Smart. <laughs> So they're well, I mean, in a sense, but in another sense, there are not any, like, really great pictures of my wedding, uh, which is fine because, like, we make too big a deal out of it, especially in this country where a lot of people are married for, like, two or three years and then they get divorced. <laughs> but <laughs> other than that, like, it's just, why would I want to spend, like, 500 bucks or maybe more? I don't even know how much it would have been to, like, it's just not, I mean... The wedding is like just a, a party. <laughs> yeah. I don't need to, like someday I'll die and it won't matter anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm not I'm not the queen of England. <laughs> it's not it's not important for the historical record. I doubt yeah. <laughs> I'm <laughs> like, you know. People and women, it's always women, of course. The grooms aren't dieting. They're just not. I mean, maybe a few are because there's like the, that toxicity is kind of creeping into male culture, but it's no—it's yeah. mostly women who are putting this tremendous pressure on themselves to to be Barbies on their on their wedding days, and and it's like a whole big societal bullshit thing.
1: Yeah, because while uh, the person fitting, or not even fitting, but like you're buying your wedding dress from, will you know, assume you're going to aim for a lesser size than you are presently. In menswear, like, the trend has been to making everyone look amazing in any height or girth. You'd be surprised how well some men can clean up. (laughs) (laughs) Because the science was going into that. (laughs) You know, just how to make a tux in any combination of numbers it needed to be and have it look great.
0: Yeah, and, like, when you when you get a man's suit, they, like, measure you, and then they can find you something based on your measurements, whereas with women's stuff. So my husband's work has this gala, uh, in theory, annually, but they skipped 2019 for some reason. And uh, so I bought a dress that is the size that I am, and I... Based on like the measurements that I knew and I it got to my house and it did not fit at all. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's the women's dress buying. maybe it may you know, maybe that dress was meant to be aspirational. <laughs> uh. and I was supposed to buy it six months uh, yeah. ahead of time and then drop like 20 pounds or something like ugh. so I ended up just wearing the dress that I wore in 2018 because enough people had quit <laughs> uh. <laughs> that, that very few. <laughs> of the uh, of the of the employees who still worked there would have seen me in the previous dress recycling <laughs> yeah or you know completely different
1: accessories like a, a bright red ribbon somewhere versus no ribbon i
0: did wear different accessories plus i had like a mask on cuz it was a masquerade this time so you know mm-hmm. who would even know i i recently had to buy a
1: dress shirt for a thing and yeah the the <laughs> So the shirts that are like out on the floor in Macy's, you know, have three measurements on them, but they're all the same groupings I it was of measurements. Just neck
0: and sleeve. Do you guys actually get a chest measurement too?
1: Well, I mean, the shirt has three numbers on it, but hmm. they all have the same sets of three numbers that just correspond to small, medium, large, extra large. that they could have just written that on the shirt and some brands do
0: (laughs) or rather my husband's dad has a problem where he goes to the gym like a bunch he's like uh he lifts a lot of weights whatever uh and so he you have to buy uh on on your neck (laughs) your neck and sleeves but they figure if you've got a big old neck you must have a big old gut (laughs) Yeah. So he has this whole elaborate like pleating that he does of the back of his shirt to take up the excess material because they figure uh that, that your big old neck is, is from the pack of hot dogs on the back of your head. Right. Um which bald men have. Um but in his case it's it's not.
1: <laughs> I I can't find a shirt that fits properly, so I just sort of deal with the one that fits my chest properly and hope i don't have to actually
0: button the collar it's not too bad buying shirts for my husband uh uh, i mean so he knows his size and you just have to find them and there aren't that many of them but there's some right um, and i mean it's not like for me where (laughs) you oh a button down shirt forget it right do you have a tailor on staff oh you don't oh never mind because basically you have to be able to fit your head through
1: the neck hole but if it's buttons then that has some wiggle room in it and basically it just has to close around your widest part and if the rest is a little baggy it's decidedly acceptable anyway because
0: yeah not for women exactly It was just really hard to find uh, a shirt that had buttons that would close over my boobs and not have like a little gap in between the second and the third buttons. So I, I when I used to wear button down shirts, I would just pin it shut. <laughs> yeah. I would just I would just pin that. Uh, and apparently for TV, they sew it shut, uh, and then the actress has to pull it on over her head. Plus, on, you know, <laughs> on TV I, they have tailors. I was so. gonna say like, do they then iron it while she's wearing? Well, you can iron a sewn shut shirt. It's just slightly more challenging.
1: No, I meant putting it on over your head. Doesn't that like destructively rumple it or is it a whole like I mean it's like shouldn't. putting the helmet back on Darth Vader perfectly lined up <laughs> apparatus kind of thing? I,
0: I think it's not not gonna be that big a problem, but I just read that somewhere. They're like, even on TV they just sew their they just sew it shut. That's... <laughs> like, damn it. They, they're they perpetuating the myth that you can have both a button-down shirt and boobs at the same time. No, you're just
1: supposed to have it open and have a thing on underneath.
0: Ugh. That's not very professional. Anything that deviates from the male business costume is not very professional. At least we don't have to wear pantyhose anymore. This
1: was a weird tangent.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now I'm trying to remember if I wore pantyhose under my wedding dress. I probably did. Or some kind of something. <laughs> but yeah, brides are starving themselves. It's real bad. Yeah. I just, the, the, the tube, how do you, I mean, this must be like, these women can't have jobs. You, you can't just go to your job with a feeding tube and have that be okay, probably. I mean, you can if it's medically necessary, but like. Well, this also only takes a week yeah bullshit i mean obviously it depends uh, how much you need to lose but even even like starving yourself which 800 calories is yeah i i you won't lose that much weight in a week you'll lose a lot of water that's the story it was from
1: um the goal was uh 10 pounds and she hit that early
0: it really doesn't seem worth no. That kind of torture for only 10 pounds.
1: Yeah. And also, like, <laughs> this procedure is designed
0: to be life-saving. Yeah. I don't know. It's very upsetting.
1: Yeah. So I don't it's know like if that's still insane. going on, but, you know, we we just have modern other terrible trends. And, uh, like, we've accumulated all of these new words with the uh, rexia suffix.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Yeah, orthorexia is popular now. That's where you just declare That's the last one. one... Let me do the list first. Oh, fine. (laughs) Uh, That's my favorite one. So, uh,
1: you know, the whole episode is Uh, brightorexia. Drunkorexia is when you, as a college student, have liquor on an empty stomach to be more economic in terms of drunkenness, uh, calories consumed, and probably money. uh, Because, you know, bar food is not cheap. Hmm. Uh, then again, if you're drinking illegally, then, but anyway, um, (laughs) pregorexia, uh, self-explanatory. Uh, and then,
0: yeah, the other one is orthorexia, which is, like... It's like, I don't eat sugar, and, like, you go to, like, really bizarre lengths to avoid sugar, or, like, I don't eat, I don't know, people always want to tell you what they don't eat, um... Like or it's like uh, the the people who become vegans not for ethical or re- ethical no, but reasons to be a like environmental. About it. Yeah, like <laughs> the ones who basically do it to camouflage. Uh, people who are happy the more categories they can tell you that they simply don't eat. Um, <laughs> that's orthorexia. Like I like paleo. Don't have anything that casts a shadow. Right, I'm a level four vegan. It's so hard to like exist in a body and, like, have all these pressures on you, and yeah, it would basically sucks.
1: It's so much easier if, you know, (laughs) we were in robot bodies with brains in a (laughs) jar and sensors that could figure out how much glucose to squirt on the brain and how often.
0: (laughs) Right? That would be great. Also, like, probably my robot knee wouldn't just randomly go out of joint. (laughs) And if it did, like, the robot mechanic would come repair it. But we don't really... We can't really do that. Our 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 human mechanics just aren't that great. Yeah. Like there are severe limitations to what you can actually do. Such a bummer. And also like bone setting has like not advanced like ever. <laughs> not particularly no. <laughs> we have, we
1: have different cast polymers that just change the difficulty of getting it off of you, but that's about it.
0: Give give me my brain jar robot. Yeah. Immediately, please. <laughs>